Today on the Dynasty Rewind, we talk about great value wide receiver trade targets, all that and more starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. We are fresh off the Fantasy Football Expo. All three of us got to hang out in person. Also, before we kick it off, I want to give a shout out to my man Jason and my man Leo. You guys came to the expo. You said hi to me. You stopped by the booth. Really appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in on a weekly basis. But joining me, like always, we got our faithful co-host. My first one, Nate, the Professor Christian. Nate, what's good, man? Hey, Mike. I'm excited because the expo was awesome. It was great to be there with other creators, other people who just love fantasy football. It's great to be there with you guys, of course. And it was great to be able to meet people who listen to this podcast, this YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And it's just really cool because, you know, it, it blows my mind every time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, met some new friends, too. Met some new faces in the fantasy industry which was great as well. And uh, we got joining us today as well. We got Chev and Nooney. Chev, it was great to see you. Great to hug you. Only the second time I've ever been in the same place as you. And I've known you for four years, dude. That's crazy. Four years meeting twice. That is not how friendships are supposed to go. My mom always told me not to meet people on the internet, but it's honestly been some of the best people I've met. So mom, you were wrong about that one. I would tell my kids about that, but it was so cool to meet people that listen to our show. Say when I walk my dog, I turned you guys on. Like that is such a cool thing to me. And Des Bryant showed up and it looked like you had a great time. So Des, thanks for coming out, bringing awareness, what what you're going with, what you're trying to do. It was just fun to see everybody, man. It was a good time, a good, exciting way to kick off this week. Shout out Southwest as well for the the dinner voucher that they gave me. I was Was blessed. Before we move on, how was the dinner? I got to know now. Chicken tender dinner from Chili's. Supposed to be like four or five chicken tenders. They loaded it up with like eight of them. Didn't eat them all. But boy, they blessed the game. They blessed the game. I'll say that. Could be a lot worse. Um, unlike the world's worst cup of coffee that I got at the Newark airport that one time. Um, <laughs> hey, you want to hear more about our expo experiences? Patreon.com forward slash Dennis Rewind. Uh, we're recording this on the 15th, so we will be talking about that a little bit. We had a new patron come in today, so uh, he's going to hear it tonight, depending on what tier he got. I don't know. I just saw we had a new patron show in. But uh, what you get is you get some great value wide receiver trade targets. So listen, we guys. Wide receivers, we all like to build our team around wide receivers, especially with how fluid the running back situation is lately. I mean, I, I can't really speak for you guys, but when I started playing fantasy, running back was king. That has shifted. It is a passing league now. Yep. Quarterbacks, wide receivers, and hey, guess what? Tight ends matter, boys. But we're not going to talk about them today. We're talking about the wideouts. So these are some guys that are not only going to be productive uh, in 2023, but players that we think could be acquired at a fair value now. I do want to just say fair value. I don't want you to think cheap. Fair value could still be a hefty price, but a fair price. For example, Corvettes are expensive, but they are a fair value because of what they are. Kias are a fair value because of what they are, but you're not getting the performance out of them. Okay, that's like going from Jamar Chase to, 
a Canarius Tony. Because the key has only got three wheels on it. <laughs> it's, it's broken down on the side of the Schuylkill. Um, so these are guys, we want them, you know, guys that we think are going to finish as no less than a wide receiver too. Still important components of your team. And, you know, as a, like I said, it's going to be a Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a Terry McLaurin, guys like that. So, Nate, let's kick it off to you. Um, by the way, I just want to say I love this player. I love where your head's at. A player that I've kind of talked myself into over this past off season here we go because the value is so good and their running back situation isn't good but i think this is a fantastic spot for this player what do you got nate yep i've been banging the drum for this guy all off season and our guy brandon gabor has really been banging the drum for him got you know bob and i on the on the train ride over here juju smith schuster he is an auto draft for me at this point on, on underdog. Every underdog draft I do, he's going as wide receiver like 55. Auto pick at that point in the draft when he's picking him up as my wide receiver five or whatever. And this is a guy I think can finish as a wide, like a low end wide receiver two this year. I think he can finish around wide receiver 20, wide receiver 24, or something like that. At worst, he's certainly a top 30 wide receiver as long as he's healthy because he's the wide receiver one in New England. They don't have anyone else there that can really compete for that wide receiver one spot Devonte parker i think he's just fine there actually as a wide receiver too i think he's gonna have an improved year but either way juju smith schuster is the number one there he's basically a one for like replacement for jacoby myers who finished last year with pretty good stats as well jacoby myers wide receiver 29 on the year last year um and if he missed a couple games juju smith schuster i think is a more talented wide receiver he steps into that same role he finishes wide receiver 27 last year I expect him to have that similar production or better, possibly sneaking into that top 24. When you have a guy that's just guaranteed to have, you know, 100-plus targets and has shown us before that he can be productive, we got to take the chance on Juju Smith-Schuster. I talked about it, I think, just a week ago. A lot of the perception of Juju is based on when he came into the league. We expected him to be a top-five perennial wide receiver. Didn't get there. Mm-hmm. Now he's a post-type sleeper. Pick him up. He's the number one wide receiver in New England. I love this. I agree. I agree 110%. I have a question for you, Nate, before we talk yeah. about um, what kind of value that he's got here. Just looking at the New England Patriots step chart, you talked about Devontae Parker. To me, that move screams better for NFL than fantasy. He might yeah. have a couple good best ball weeks, and you know, you're know you talking about underdog because you use the promo code rewind. You got your first deposit up to $100, 100% matched. Mm-hmm. So again, underdog fantasy, use the promo code rewind, all caps. Tyquan Thornton, technically an outside wide receiver would you want to throw a pick on him or would you rather just draft Keishon Boutte who's right after him you get this guy in the fifth round and kind of roll the dice there to me I think Keishon Boutte takes that job at some point this year because I don't think Tyquan Thornton is good I mean I'm not a believer in either one to be honest I think whoever the wide receiver three is um, it's not really going to matter much outside of this year and I think even this year it's going to be kind of between the two um so you know at best you're just hoping to get it right on the the right week um i think they're going to be drafting some wide receivers next year they have to they got to get some good wide receivers in there they've i know i know they haven't drafted top wide receivers there like ever but they got to do better than what they got out there right now because outside of juju and i do have a soft spot for parker from back when i scouted him when he was in his louisville days but i'm outside of those two you know not much in the wide receiver room you said they don't they drafted Nikhil harry did they not they did. They did. Current Chicago Bear, Nikhil Harry. Um, also want to no, let everyone know. He's not? 
I think he's on the Lions now, I think. Even better. Um, Also, their third string left guard is Bill Murray. So Bill Murray putting that work in. Um, But Nate, what what kind of cost are we looking uh, to get a guy like Juju? Yeah, Juju, he's readily available. Um, You know, a lot of people look at him as a depth piece. So if you're a competing team, you can go get him for a second-round pick. If you're a competing team, it's probably a late second-round pick. That is a incredible price to play for someone who could be a top 30 wide receiver with top 24 upside. You know, to be able to put that kind of guy into your flex spot and then take one flex spot and then set it, forget it, that is so valuable to you as a competing team. Then you can work on your second flex spot and try to figure out who's going to be the best play that week. But Juju's going to give you consistent production. He's going to give you good production. Second round picks a great value. I actually just recently traded Ryan Tannehill, who was my quarterback four on a team, straight up for Juju Smith-Schuster and Superflex. Love I love that trade. Moved off a guy who's my quarterback four who's aging out to a team that needed a quarterback three on their team. They had Juju they saw as a wide receiver depth piece. Picked up a guy I can put right in my flex. Love that. I also picked up Juju in a couple spots uh, for a second round pick straight up before this past rookie draft in leagues where I had multiple mm-hmm. seconds. So um, thought it was a good trade. Porkman laughed at me, but whatever. He has no hair. Chev, are we agreeing with this or not? When is Porkman not laughing you at you is the question, I think. It seems like he was laughing at you a lot this week. Yeah, you seems know, like just, Michael Gallup was the talk of conversation ooh, for some Michael reason. Michael Gallup was the talk. I, that was crazy. Hey, listen, I was on campus to Canton's website today. He is a breakout candidate, according to them, or a bylaw, or I forget how they worded it, but... <laughs> I feel vindicated, okay? And you know what? I waved. I, I was looking for Porkman. I went like this. I just put my arm up. I was like, hey, over here. And he just starts laughing at me. I was like, I'm just telling you where I am, dude. Um, but, but are we good with this, Chev? you good with uh, Juju here? Yeah, I mean, where he's going right now, he's a guy that is definitely going to have a better ADP going into next year, I believe. You know, this offense needed some wide receivers to step up. They were hoping to get DeAndre Hopkins. Just didn't work out. Juju is not a bad piece to have. I wish I could have seen a little bit more with him and uh, Patrick Mahomes. I wanted to see a little bit better of a connection, but that connection with Kelsey was just a little too strong to hop in and be a top wide receiver. He didn't have a bad year, had over 900 yards as well. So I think Juju is in a, in line to be a top producer in that offense. Mm-hmm. And why not go get that guy, especially where he's being drafted at and for a late second or third or early third round pick. I think that's definitely the way to go about it. Yep. I think Juju is the best value out there just across the board right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, yep. Chev, you're talking about getting your guy. What guy are you getting here? Yeah, it's it's Tyler Lockett, the guy mm-hmm. that has been one of the most consistent players the past five seasons. He's been top 17 those years, and four of those years he's been top 15. You know, everyone wants to talk about DK being the alpha there. It really hasn't been too far off. Tyler Lockett actually led them last year. And the years that he did not lead the team, he was only five fantasy points away from being the leader of the team to DK. So 2020, 2021, only five points away from DK's production. That's pretty dang good value, especially where you think Tyler Lockett's being drafted away from DK. So I really like that a lot. I think a lot of people really hype up DK, but Tyler Lockett has been one of the more consistent players on the Mm -hmm. Seattle Seahawks. I know they don't have Russell Wilson, who was – piping the ball to Tyler Lockett, but Gino seems to find a good connection with him as well. And he's just, he's just always a guy that plays football. 16 games in the last five years he's been playing. Every single game the guy has been out there. Maybe he misses one game or two, but he's consistently on the field, and that's what I want if I'm going to be trading for a player. He's had over eight touchdowns the past five seasons, 
I mean, the guy has literally just shown up, shown out, and he just has not gotten what he deserves draft-wise. I feel like people just forget about him, think, oh, DK's the guy. But when it comes down to it, Tyler Lockett is no slouch in that offense. I know Mm -hmm. they added JSN, but I think there's still productivity for this season to be a top 24 wide receiver again this year. We already saw it last year. He outproduced DK. So I'm excited to go get Tyler Lockett, especially if you're trying to compete. I feel like those are the guys we're trying to go after. If we're a competing team, we want to get a top 24 guy. Why not Tyler Lockett? He's only going to cost you a second. I've also seen trades of a second and gain well. And I saw Everett for Lockett straight up, Hole for Lockett. So these these guys are just guys that have not proven anything to us at this point. And they're getting traded for a top 24 wide receiver. Obviously, in my opinion, if you're trading Everett and Hall for Lockett, you would have to add something. There's no way I'm trading Lockett away for that. But he's sneaky right now. He's a guy that nobody is really thinking about. They're thinking about his age where he's 30, 31 years old, and they're trying to get rid of him while he can. I am going to snag this guy up all day long, especially if I'm competing at this point. I love this. I love this a lot. Like you said, he's pretty healthy. Just looking at the ADP quick, he's wide receiver 43 right now. I mean, he's going after guys like Jonathan Mingo, Jamison Williams, Mike Williams, Rashad Bateman, uh, George Pickens, Hollywood Brown. I'm pretty sure that Tyler Lockett could outscore all of those guys this year. And that doesn't mean that he's physically a more gifted player, but... He gets it done. So I'm all on board with Tyler Lockett. I'm not afraid of anything. Geno Smith can support more than one wide receiver. It will be JSN's time, just not right now. Nate, agree or disagree? Yep, I like Tyler Lockett. I think he's a great value right now. Um, JSN obviously is very talented, but Lockett's going to have another year of production. Um, I might be much more worried about 2024, but I'm not worried about 2023. Yeah, I feel like you have to look to try to move him after this year, especially with JSN production that's going to be coming at some point. DK's younger. He's going to be 32, I believe. So, or sorry, Tyler Lockett's going to be 32, I believe. Could be time to get off the bus then. But for 2023, I'm locked and loaded with Lockett, man. I feel like even if he goes somewhere, he's still going to be productive. You know, like him and Tyler Boyd, we're talking about those guys moving on and getting replaced by JSN and Charlie Jones, respectively. That's what we <laughs> anticipate being the thing. But the fact of the matter is, him, Tyler Boyd, guys like that, they're going to go somewhere. They're going to be contributing, maybe not to the extent that they are now. But at worst, I think they're like a wide receiver three flex play in the future. At worst, these guys are still young, though. And you know who else is still pretty young? My guy, Brandon Ayuk from the San Francisco 49ers. He's a guy who, you know, we all, I think we're all on the same page when he came out, right? We all, I was a Brandon Ayuk fan. Um, His ADP right now, he's wide receiver 30 on DLF and wide receiver 19 on keep trade cut. So we're anticipating Brock Purdy will be the starter. Is that that's not official yet, is it? I was watching Trey Lance. It's, it's all but official at this Basically, point. It feels yeah. like so it's officially unofficial, I guess we could call it right sure. now. But we were watching Trey Lance play football on Sunday night when we were at Bubba's 33 in Canton. Shout out to Bubba's 33. Some of the best onion rings I've ever had in my life. <laughs> um, I just don't think Trey Lance is it, man. I hope he gets a chance somewhere. I don't care if it's the XFL or USFL. He's got a good arm, but his pocket awareness is caca as my wife would say. So he's got some good report with him to play six games, and he racked up 26 catches for 340 yards and two touchdowns. He did have one catch for 23 yards and no touchdowns in week 13 from Jimmy Garoppolo before JG got hurt. I think he's a complete wide receiver. He's the best wide receiver on San Francisco's rocks roster. 
I think Debo Samuel is a more dynamic player as far as he could be a good receiver. He could be a good runner. However, Brandon Ayuk is a more complete wide receiver. Yeah. So don't at me. That's what I mean. He also has a career 66% catch percentage. And I think Brock Purdy is a pretty accurate quarterback. He's going to get the ball. Brandon Ayuk needs it. So his value on DLF is 245.9. Again, 12-team super flex non-tight end premium is the standard on the Dynasty Rewind, unless otherwise noted. Um, so it lines up to about a 24 first, and you would get plus assets. And there's some similar valued players that you can move for him straight up, guys like Javante Williams, if you don't believe, although I do think he's going to come back strong. Quentin Johnston, who couldn't catch a beach ball if you put it in his hands this past weekend. Mike Williams and Chris Godwin. These are guys that you could all move on from if you're not believing in either their talent or their situation. And you could get a guy like Brandon Ayuk. I'm all on board, Nate. Yay, nay. I, I love Brandon Ayuk. I think he is a wide receiver one there in San Francisco. I think he's all but ready to explode. You know, quarterback situation is the question, but I think Brock Purdy, you know, he's going to be able to support Brandon Ayuk. Um, I love this. I love the value on him right now. I actually wasn't a huge fan of him coming out of college, but he very quickly, um, you know, once he got out of the doghouse, converted me. And I'm a huge fan of him now. I think he's a great value. You're going to have some really good years up here coming. Chef? Yeah, and he, I'm pretty sure I was worried about him last year because I didn't know where he would fit into that offense because you have so many key players, and then you throw in CMC. But when wide receivers went down, when people went down, tight ends went down, he stepped up and played a major role in that offense and was somebody that they can rely in, rely on week in and week out. So I think moving forward, he's a guy that you're going to be rostering and you're going to be a, starting him pretty much almost every single week, I feel like. Yep. I agree. All right, let's take a brief break and hear from our sponsors. We'll see you on the other side. All right, welcome back, everybody. And now Nate is going to do his thing and talk about one of his favorite wide receivers. <laughs> Nate, have you acquired him at all lately, by chance? Or You know, I haven't acquired him lately because I still have him almost all of my rosters from three, four years ago. Uh, when right. I was picking up Deontay Johnson um, all the time. Back then, it was, oh, who's better, Deontay Johnson or James Washington? Then the next year, it was, well, James, you know, Chase Claypool's there. And then it was, you know, George Pickens. Deontay Johnson is the constant. He is the common denominator. He just constantly gets targets. He constantly gets volume. He is a quarterback's best friend. You saw that Steelers preseason game. George Pickens had the touchdown because the defense couldn't tackle. That was the highlight play. But meanwhile, Deontay caught three passes where he was wide open. He creates separation. Quarterbacks like to throw to guys who are open. Deontay Johnson is in line to get, once again, um, easily 120 targets, but most likely 140 targets. And history shows us that when you get 140 targets, most of the time, over 50% of the time, you're going to end up as a top 12 wide receiver. Now, Deontay is going to have to step up his game in the red zone, catch a couple more touchdowns this year to be able to reach that kind of ceiling. But even if he doesn't have the touchdown luck his way, that's still going to give me top 20 production. I think Deontay Johnson is constantly underrated for the volume that he gets in fantasy football. And in in, if you're playing in a PPR league, it's, it's really a no-brainer to pick up Deontay Johnson for the price that he is at right now. You can pick him up for a second-round pick. Um, I saw Justin Ross in a second-round pick. I saw someone trade James Cook for Deontay in a third. 
I saw Strip swap for Kendra Miller. You know, these are players that, you know, I like Kendra Miller, but mm-hmm. if I'm a competing team, I look at Deontay Johnson as if he, a top 20, top 24 wide receiver in production this year. If he's my wide receiver three. I'm really happy. If he's my flex one, I'm ecstatic. I'm in. Sign me up. And yeah, I did the math. He averages 138 targets a year. Yeah. Um, by all means, sign me up for that. And uh, I mean, look, I like Justin Ross. He's fine. I'll move him. James Cook, you know I'm not a big fan of his. And Kendra Miller, I like Kendra Miller too. But give me a bona fide stud at wide receiver. Chev, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I think I talked about him a few weeks ago, and I love what he's going to be able to do this year. I think he's going to be huge for Kenny Pickett moving forward. We already saw him last year being heavily targeted. The thing with Kendrick Miller is, too, in that trade, he hasn't had the opportunity to stay healthy. He's had a bunch of knee injuries really recent, and I think it's starting to add up a little bit. So this year may not be his year. Sadly, I hate to say that because I like him, but I I think if you trade him now – you know, it could benefit. You might be able to get him a little bit cheaper next year, in my opinion, just because everything that's happened so far this year. So it sounds like with Kendra Miller that his knee injury might not be as serious as expected because I was also thinking, oh, Kendra Miller, if he's going to miss like the first month or two of the season, yeah. then, you know, we might get something at the end of the season that gets us excited for year two. Mm-hmm. But reports came out today. He's actually traveling with the team, and he may be ready for the next preseason game. So obviously – this knee sprain is not as bad as we thought it was at first. Something to definitely keep an eye on. Oh, all right. Well, then that's good then. But still, keep your eye on that, everybody. And, uh, you know, hopefully Kendra is good to go soon. So, Chev, who is your last wide receiver that you are grabbing? Yeah, and this kind of falls on the same line as Ty Lockett. Just another guy that has really produced – I mean, this guy only – his only real worry is he's had a few injuries that have crippled his production. I wanted to go with Chris Godwin, but I just couldn't get myself to go ahead of Keenan Allen here. He's mm. paired with Justin Herbert. I mean, that guy throws 650 times each season the last two years. He has 5,000-yard 5, potential every single season. I mean, when you're throwing that many times, there's a lot of opportunity to catch some footballs, I would think. So that's where I, that's really where I like where Keenan Allen is at because his route running is going to be consistent enough to get open. He's going to have wide open targets from one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, Justin Herbert. You know, he's seen 140 plus targets multiple seasons in this offense. Mm -hmm. He's another guy that we talk about that's being a top 14 wide receiver five seasons before injury this last upcoming year. So that's the production I want to see. I want to see guys that have put it on paper before. If I'm going to trade for these guys in the later age, especially I want to find guys that have a good nuance in route running as well, because Yes, you don't want to have that jump ball wide receiver and count on him to continue that success. And you, those guys don't see 140-plus targets each year. So you want to find guys that are a little bit older, but their route running is really consistent and really good. So that's why I'm going after Keenan Allen here. From week 11 to week 18, he, he did not finish below wide receiver 29. He had four top 12s, targeted at least six times a game, and had over 80 yards in those six games. So the games that he actually played last year – I think he played 10 out of those eight games at the very end of the season. He averaged 80 yards, six games. I, I love that. You know, he didn't finish outside of wide receiver 29. So there's a lot of production to be had. I mean, the cost is, it's not crazy in my opinion. Maybe some people think they're crazy, but Cortland Sutton in the third, a guy that, you know, has it strung it together. He's 27 That's years nice. old. Jerry Judy is another guy that is going to be taking a lot of passes, I think, in that offense. So, 
I love that. Alexander Madison is a guy that I saw consistently mm. being traded for Keenan Allen in some of these trade browsers. Consistently, it was Alexander Madison. So if yeah. you can go do that, I love that. I don't see very much production from Alexander Madison after this year. I think they bring in a guy, and from being delayed a lot at the airport, I got to watch some of these 2024 rookie running backs, and I love a lot of these guys' talent that they're bringing in. Another few that I saw was Rondell Moore in the third, and then I saw Mooney and Dubs from Green Bay. So mm. I love all these trade situations. Yeah. These are trades that I'm seeing on a regular basis in these trade browsers. The worst that can happen is being said no. If you send these trades oh. out, they could be accepted. If they say no, you know what to work off from there. You can have good opportunities to go get a guy that has potential to be a top 14 wide receiver this upcoming year. I'll say this. Normally I would disagree just because Keenan Allen's just been so inconsistent with injuries. But for these values... For these trades, if I'm getting Keenan Allen for stuff like this, I've been saying to you guys, I want to get Alexander Madison off my roster. I can't trade away Rondell Moore because I never got him in the first place. Mooney and Dubs, I like the players. They're replaceable, both on your fantasy roster and on their NFL rosters. If these are the deals that get Keenan Allen on my team, I'm on board with him at that price. Nate, agree or disagree? I love Keenan Allen, and I often hear people say, well, I don't want to deal with the inconsistency of Keenan Allen and his injuries, his hamstrings. We just think of Keenan Allen as injury prone. But he tore his ACL in 2016. That was a long time ago. Since then, he has had six seasons. In every single one of those seasons, he has averaged at least 16 points per game. That includes games that he came out early. 16 points per game. And over those past six seasons, this is how many games he's played, starting with 2022 and going back. 10, so he missed a couple games last year. But before that... 16, 14, 16, 15, 16. Pretty consistent if you ask me. Going to score a lot of points. Goodness, hit my mic. That's how excited I am. (laughs) All right. I like Keenan (laughs) So, look, Nate's so excited he's abusing his microphone. (laughs) All right, Nate, you sold me. I'm in. And I think you guys are going to be in on my last guy. This may sound goofy. Let me explain. And that's Jordan Addison. Minnesota Vikings. His current ADP on DLF is wide receiver 21. Keep trade cut is wide receiver 17. All right. So why? This is why. I'm not saying he's the next Justin Jefferson because I'm not saying that. However, when Justin Jefferson came in, he had to share time with Adam Thielen. Now, Adam Thielen was further along in his career than Justin Jefferson is now, but he was still a very productive wide receiver. Justin Jefferson finished the season as wide receiver six. Is it too early to buy a rookie? Well, here's the problem with that. You aren't always able to draft a player that you want. Sometimes guys pick real fast. They have their queue loaded up, or they're just not accepting trade offers when they're on the clock. Sometimes you just can't do it. you got to be savvy to get them. So, again, I'm not saying he's going to be wide receiver six like Justin Jefferson was in his rookie year. By the way, Adam Thielen finished his wide receiver 10, in case you're wondering. So, Kirk Cousins, two top 10 wide receivers. Yeah, Yeah, nobody wants Kirk Cousins. But uh, Justin Jefferson and Hawkinson are going to take coverage. Addison should have some free range, and we've seen what Jordan Addison can – I love him so much I can't even say his (laughs) name. We've seen what Jordan Addison can do in the open field. He's explosive. He's a great route runner. Very, very good hands. Sign me up, okay? You can move a 24 first for him if you aren't sold on the 2024 wide receiver class. We all know about Marvin Harrison Jr. 
there's question marks. I mean, we know there's going to be some good prospects. We just don't know how it's going to shake out quite yet. Or there's some similar, similarly valued wide receivers you can move, such as Christian Watson, if you're not a believer, Debo Samuel, if you're not mm-hmm. a believer there, or you could even move Deontay Johnson and a 24 second Jordan Addison. Because Jordan Addison's value on DLF is 308.4, very high. And the Deontay Johnson in a 24-second trade equates to about 327.1. So a little bit off, but I think that's a trade that will probably get done. Um, so am I crazy or am I on are you guys on board with Jordan Addison? Nate, let's start with you. I love Jordan Addison. I've been hyping up Jordan Addison for the entire year at this point. Um, back when back like in April when everyone was all of a sudden, you know, worried about Jordan Addison's ability to be a wide receiver, even though he had dominated the college level. I was still excited about him. I'm still excited about him right now. His value is much more reasonable now than it was uh, earlier in the summer. But I still think it's good value because I think it's going to be a top wide receiver moving forward out of this class. So Jordan Addison, I think he has, you know, top 20 production this year as his ceiling, especially in that offense. I'm all about buying Jordan Addison. I would move Debo Samuel for him in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I know you wouldn't move Deontay Johnson for him, though. And a second, uh, uh, that's a tough one. I know. But I just wanted to throw that on there for you, make you think a little bit. Chev, what are your thoughts here? Am I crazy? You on board? No, I love Jordan Addison where he's at this upcoming year. I love where he got drafted. I think he's a guy you have to buy now before he blows up throughout the season. Even I was trying yeah. to buy him last week before the preseason game because I knew he could mm-hmm. do something spectacular. Didn't get caught a catch, but you can see good things in his game. He's another guy that I love because his route running is pretty saucy as well. So I enjoy Jordan Addison. If you want him, I think you have to try to go get him pretty quickly, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's going to be uh, stacking up those points. And uh, I do want to say before we head out, guys, they – are back so today we're here with the sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy no we're not talking about a baby we're talking about your baby makers that's right today's show is brought to you by manscaped just like babies your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe but made with safe ingredients that's where manscaped's platinum package comes in from razors to shower care this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair so treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com and use our code Dynasty Rewind. That is all caps, all one word, for twenty percent off plus free shipping. Guys, the economy—it's in shambles. You're saving a fifth of the price. And listen, last time Manscaped was our sh- our sponsor, they did not have a beard trimmer. They do now. I think I need a new one soon. So I think I'm about to upgrade and use this promo code. So go ahead. Do it again. Look, the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for men who deserves it all. For the man who deserves all, I should say, design this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. And the lawnmower 4.0, guys, get this. Body trimmer and weed whacker nose hair and ear hair trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof, so you can shave with less mess. Listen, do it in the shower. Take that for what it is. Your ladies will not get mad about you leaving hair all over the bathroom. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code DynastRewind at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code DynastyRewind. Use the Platinum Package because the gold standard is no longer 
good enough guys great episode like always again <clears throat> excuse me make sure you check out underdog play some best ball with dan promo code rewind SeatGeek. go to the university of maryland versus penn state game and get 20 dollars off your first purchase using the promo code dynasty rewind don't forget to check out our patreon patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind we hope to see you guys there plenty of room for everybody so until next time for chef and nate i'm your host michael bauer be kind please rewind thanks for listening everybody <laughs>